Um, I can't find my Barocca. Are they over there? Your Barocca's are over there, yes. One second. <laughs> I can't get into it. Is it a twist cap? There's a diagram. Just saying, so you know, there's a diagram a little bit. It's me. On a really good day. <laughs> okay, I'll let that fizz along. Harry. It's in the ad, it's like late night. Big day. It's Australia. Okay. Normally the better, right? See, the, work, the boss is going to pile out of work on my desk. <laughs> I'm going to have to cover for Ruby. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Ready? Ready? Let's go. We have a question. We have a few questions. Not sure how we're going to get how many we're going to get through now, though, because we've actually got to get some of the ones uploaded from last week. So I temporarily lost the memory card. Yes, sir. Oh, excuse me. You finished that, you're. The boss is a slave driver. <clears throat> Today's question is from, and I'm going to just butcher this name. Is it Kofi or Coffee? Uh, it says, "Hi guys, uh, I absolutely love the podcast. Only found it a week." Ago. A week or so ago, and I've listened to every episode, and I'm now up to date. I was plowing through them. Mm. I have a website design business, and my question for you would be, what is the best ways to get the name slash brand out there? The best ways to advertise it and generate leads? I'm also just about to create a startup company that I am now so motivated to start, thanks to your show. Thanks for the other podcasts. Keep it up. Firstly, thank you, Coffee. Kofi. Kofi. We're going to go with Kofi. Um, for reaching out, really, really appreciate it, mate. Um, and to hear, like, it's little things like this that when we hear that we're actually motivating people that are trying to do their own thing, mm. um, it's awesome. It's why we continue to just keep jumping on the mics. It's nice to know people are even listening. No, it's great to know people are listening. Um, so, question around this was, you have a web design company and you want to work out how to get the brand out there and generate work for the business. Yep. Yeah. So this is a tough one, um, only because we obviously do web design for trades, but it's more of a off-the-shelf solution to sort of sell it as a package. If you're talking about just a freelancer, um, it's very, very difficult from, from my understanding to try and establish yourself as just a web company. The approach that I'd take, and this is I haven't thought about this question when it came in, I just wanted to jump on the mics and just kind of thrash it out with you, Harry, is I think the reason that we do well with any of the services that we offer, just generally, whether it's web design, um, advertising, partnerships, whatever it is, is because we're really specific of who we do it for. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And that's sort of probably the approach that I'd take. If I, I was trying to work out, if I had to start up a web design company tomorrow, um, what would I what would I base it around? I'd want to pick a niche that I want to work with or at least have experience with. So... Kofi, what I'd do is I'd, I'd have a look at what you've done previously. So any industries that you've worked in and what you're really looking for is like an unfair advantage that you'll have over another web designer because um, learning to write HTML, CSS, PHP, all this good stuff is one thing. But being able to apply some actual knowledge from an industry that will separate you when you're pitching for business because there's one, they're generating the leads, but then you've got to close them. Um but you want to be the guy. So I'm looking at a, there's a rally chopper bike in our office at the moment. Um, and at the if, moment, at the moment, it's been here since 
Christmas last year, was March-ish, it? March-ish, I think, February, oh, no, March. The, the picture behind it has been here since exactly, Christmas Exactly, which is going within two weeks. Um, but the reason I'd like, just let me just jump on that. So a rally shopper, if, if you were um, the web company that did awesome e-commerce shops for bike brands and that's super niche and it's just because it's in front of me but that's what i'm saying is like you need to establish yourself as someone that's the expert in a specific field because like trying to get into the market of being a freelancer that does web and apps because i'm just looking at your website now it's the website and app company um it's going to be really really difficult in my opinion um and that's not say you can't do it but i think as a way to get traction be known for a specific niche what do you think harry yeah, no, I agree. Um, same with anything. Obviously, it's quite a competitive market. We get, we even get people calling us. Oh, I know. For yeah, website yeah, because we register so many domains. <laughs> they're like, I see that you registered SJLA Plumbing. I'm like, yeah, we building a website for it as well, buddy. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, I think just really zero zeroing in on what your skill set is as well. Like you say, if if you're a wizard e-commerce sites or whatever, I'm I'm not up to scratch with all the different website terminology and things like that but I know Ford is kind of dipping a finger in a pie of e-commerce at the moment just kind of get to grips with exactly what you can do what you can't do know your strengths and weaknesses and really double down on what what suits you and what you enjoy more than anything because you don't want it to be an uphill struggle and you know you want you want to enjoy your job at the end of the day don't you oh it's a really so. good point and, and it's that's something that I'd even consider but when you're actually picking like the niche you want to work in is make sure that it's something that generally excites you mm. um, because it, you basically what you're doing Kofi is client services like you're going to have a boss when you have a project I mean yes you're an independent freelancer and you've got your own company but when you take on a project you're going to be working with these guys as if they're your boss on a, on a client basis I'm just looking through your portfolio at the moment it doesn't seem to be like a a consistent theme of what you run across but everything seems to be like highly visual um, I don't want to jump one of the things that I used to do back in the day when I did consulting around web design services for the for the industry we work in, which is construction, is I used to do a lot of website teardowns and help people get sort of better traction with their websites in on the user experience side. The one thing that I'd have is work out exactly what your niche is. So let's just say let me just actually let me just clip back. Uh, if everyone wants to check it out, um, the company is kjvwebdesign.co.uk, just so you know what I'm looking at. Uh, and you've actually got a roofing company on there as well. Hmm. Might have to that customer a call. I <laughs> 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 only playing. Um, one thing that I, I would advise is bring your portfolio and the work that you've done up front. Um, you've got a stock image at the top of the website. And what you want to have is on your homepage at the very top is work out this niche that you want to go after. So let's just say it's roofing. Um, so the call to action when someone lands on your homepage means, needs to make people feel that that niche is, the, is something that you own. So rather than it being the website and app company, it's we help roofers win more business online. And you're probably thinking, I don't want to niche down that far and just be known for roofing, but you need to get a stepping stone somewhere. Um, and if you can be everything to someone, it's better than being no one to a lot of people. Um, so that would be the advice that I take. So find a niche that you want to work in. Um, preferably something you've got an unfair advantage of something you've got industry experience on friends or family or anything can give you insight to what the market's like then go and speak to that client group so let's just say you do roofers to drive down in that go and speak to 15 or 20 roofers 
um, understand why they don't have websites, what's bad about the websites, what the pain points around it, listen to the customers, make all those notes down because you need to have the voice of the customer when you're actually building your site. There's one thing talking in tech terms and, and design terms and making it all beautiful, but if you find out that the roofer says to you, something like, I just don't have the time to manage my own website, so I'm not bothering. You want to say, we design beautiful websites for roofing companies that we also manage. Little things like that. So take what they say and apply it to the copy on the website, and that's the easiest way you're going to cut through the noise. Um, So niche down and try that approach. What I'd be really interested to know is, obviously you listen to the episodes, mate, and I really appreciate it, is a follow-up one thing that we'd love to do is actually the people that are asking the questions do some follow-up with them understand how they're applying it and basically how you get on with the business um so niche down find a niche become the master of that and it'll also help you when you're trying to do organic search results and and, and build up some content on the website so rather than being the one in fifty thousand web companies in the uk that are writing about the importance of seo you are then writing about the importance of seo for roofers and it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot easier for you to rank and it's going to resonate a lot harder with the audience you're going after. Mm. Spot on. We're good? Yeah. Cool. If there's any follow-up to that, Kofi, just let us know. Obviously, you've got the email address. Fire it in. And that email address, Harry? Hello at experttrades.com. Two Ds in the middle, one S at the end. That sounded like two Ds in two the middle. Two Ds in the middle. It's <laughs> early. Not had the coffee yet. But. Two Ds in the middle, one S at the end. And um, <coughs> yeah, we're, we're really enjoying um, the questions that are coming in. Uh, we did a call out at the end of episode 82. Um, actually, do you want to cover that off? So I realize it's not a question. It was more of a bit of feedback based on last episode. So if on Wonderlist you click down into, I think it's David, Mm-mm-mm. and just give that one a read just before we wrap up. So it's not it's not its own show. Oh, yeah, here we go. Hope you're all well. Had no intention of emailing in until I heard your call out to those who made it to the end of episode 82. Was that a long one? Yeah. <laughs> end of episode 82. It was a good episode from, from, our, from our side of the table. We enjoyed it. We went on loads longer than expected. And it was just sort of, if you've got this far, just email please, us. <laughs> please let us know. Uh, yeah, uh, credit works to you. I love the show. Big fan. As, as someone who was starting their own venture in Jan. I devour these episodes whenever I can. <laughs> Invaluable and entertaining, so cheers for that. Keep it up. My request would be yes, please do share more of the day-to-day data stuff, marketing analytics, learnings, etc. Very valuable to see how it impacts decisions, make, decision-making for you guys. Thanks again. appreciate what you do, David. Cheers, David. Cool. David, firstly, whatever you're starting in January, we want more details. We want to talk about it on the show. If you want to jump on and, and thrash it out and throw some ideas around, that would be great. Secondly, the thing that he's covering off is we asked, because we do a roundup and it's very 100,000-foot level about what's happened. Yeah. But on a, on a granular level, like we've got campaigns running to work out how to acquire customers for our office package, website package, partnerships, and all this jazz. And we test a lot of stuff. Yep. So it was basically, do we dive more into that to see what's working and what's not around user acquisition and, and the learnings? Um, the th- I think the reason that I hesitated around it is because there's loads of podcasts that cover stuff like that. Um, but we just need to find our own approach. Maybe it's the fact that we talk about the stuff that doesn't work as well. Mm. Uh, not many shows cover off the, the failures. Uh, and maybe that's what we do well in just being honest about <laughs> what it. What <a> fail? <laughs> <laughs> well, we test a lot. Um, so we'll, we'll dig more into the, um, how we're doing stuff. Uh, I'm not sure when this show is going to go up because we've got a few in the bank to publish this week but um, the one we record on Friday is going to be 
Uzi. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard a Friday show, which is where me and Harry just talked about the previous week. It's technically Saturday. Yeah, so this is going up. This will be up next week, this show. So go back and listen to the show that went up on Saturday because it's been bloody interesting here this week. I'm going to get my Barocca down, man. I think there's a few more questions lined cool. up. Cool.